Hey everyone, um, this is the Pro Wrestling Times Podcast. I'm your host Dylan. This is episode 17. I'm recapping um, the Payback pay-per-view which just ended and I'm joined by a permanent special guest, Johnny Galdi. John, what's up? What's up? What's going on, guys? First and foremost, what'd you think? Yeah, wow. Uh, I have not been this excited about a pay-per-view in a really long time that's not one of the big four this one came immediately after like the second biggest show in my opinion well no i like the rumble so i like the rumble second only to wrestlemania so my third i guess for me yeah absolutely man this was a this was a really good pay-per-view very involved in it um yeah we'll get into it a lot of new faces title changes but let's get into the pre-show but shout out john thanks for hosting the pod always man always Food is good, but the pre-show was uh, Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan, which I didn't get to see a lot of. Uh, I couldn't catch much of the pre-show, but um, I, uh, apparently Riot and Morgan won, so good for them. I wonder if they're going to be the next challengers or be fed to another team that just won those said women's tag team titles. Yeah, that one. Sorry, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, Josh. <laughs> um, that'll be interesting. Um, I like where they're going, um, you know. It's always cool to see, you know, tag teams, you know, go the the mile in length where they were together at one point and then they kind of parted ways and then they come back together. It's it's always a unique dynamic to see tag teams um, incorporate themselves back into storyline and, and I like where this is going. So hopefully big things for these two. Yeah, honestly, they really needed each other because Liv was for the longest time has just been, been trying to find like her footing with her character and stuff. And then having Ruby back, but when Ruby Riot came back from her injury, she was like on a massive losing streak, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I like where this is going, so hopefully they, they stick it out. All right, our opener for the actual pay-per-view is for the United States title. Bobby Lashley is your new United States champion defeating Apollo Crews. Do you have any thoughts? I know you're a big Lashley guy, too. Oh, man, I'm such a huge Lashley guy. Uh, him being in the military, uh, also being a, a drill sergeant and a sergeant, uh, to me, mad respects on all levels. Um, but Bobby Lashley needed this win. Um, you know, I love the Hurt business, and business is good, as... MVP states, uh, this is a really, really good second coming, if not uh, a, a mirror of Nation of Domination, but more of an elegant um, trio, I would say, for right now, for them to um, bring, you know, a little bit class. I like the suits. <clears throat> I myself am a suit-wearing guy, so uh, much respect on that level, um, but definitely seeing... Some gold around Bobby Lashley's waist, much needed. Love to see that. And then I understand it's been 14 years. Yeah, that picture you showed me, I was about to bring that up since his first U.S. title run. That was his first singles title. Oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. I remember his first title run. And again, Bobby Lashley will do good things with this title. I like it. Probably never going to happen because he's Hollywood now, but it'd be cool to see that new U.S. title around John Cena's waist, too. Oh, man. Yeah, you're right. Like Captain would, America. Didn't even think <laughs> about that. Yeah, that'd be a good one. I like that. But now that's just like fancy booking. It's like, <laughs> it's like wanting The Rock or CM Punk to come back. Oh, it's, yeah. Realistically, it's never going to happen. <laughs> right? <clears throat> yeah, I got you on that. 
or even like Shawn Michaels like against AJ Styles or Daniel Bryan or some a match like that. It's never going to happen unless it's uh, Saudi money. <laughs> you know, one match, and I, I've said this from beginning of time that I've seen both of these guys uh, in their early careers and up and coming, and yeah, they went def- different roads, but now they're back, is my number one dream match to see at WrestleMania would be Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. The two could kill it. I mean, they could tear down the house. If they book it right, they do the storyline like they need to. Um, no title. I don't, I don't really care for... A, they don't They don't need to have the title. I think that would be more of a, a prop for them. They just need to go pure and, and do like a really good uh, homage to... Uh, perhaps when Lesnar and, and Rock were both going back to their high school days and doing like that really cool uh, workout vignettes, I would love to see something like that. I say book it. Yeah, it'd be like a fan thing of like UFC versus Bellator because Lashley ain't a slouch in the cage either. Good call. I forgot about that. I, I mean, I'm you know, Lashley is just he's all over the board and it's just in good ways and he's kept himself in a tremendous shape. Um, yeah, this just book it. I say book it. All right, following that, another person I like to uh, use a term uh, that Josh likes to use, giving Big E his flowers. He got a win over Sheamus. <laughs> and I'm just happy he's getting a push. I mean, it sucks that had to kind of take like his uh, tag team partners to be injured. But um, I honestly hope like he gets like an Intercontinental title shot. Absolutely. Um, I think... In retrospect, uh, who better than to put Big E over? Sheamus is that guy. I mean, you know, he's won and done it all. And for Sheamus to graciously put Big E over the way he did, uh, kudos to him. I, I adore the guy. I'm a huge fan of him. Met him several times. And he's just, he's just that guy that, you know, you can definitely depend on as a workhorse to put somebody over really good for the business yeah and shout out to biggie too for having the all that logo on his boots oh <laughs> yes yeah that was really cool i, I was like I, I turned to you and i asked is that at the old the all that logo on his boots and sure as shit it is <laughs> <laughs> all right after that match we had another one-on-one action matt riddle beat king corbin no corbin's your guy <sighs> that was you know I'm I'm coming around to Matt Riddle. I really liked him in his indie days, and really enjoyed watching him in NXT. Uh, seeing him in the crowd for the first time at Takeover, that was really super cool. I thought, yeah, this guy's gonna really get out there. And again, uh, who better? I know that's sounding pretty broken record right now, but uh, King Corbin. Um, I'm such a King Corbin mark. Um, love everything about uh, Corbin and all he does, and uh, way to put Matt over. This is this is a good thing for Matt. He needs this. Yeah, and what was I going to say about King Corbin? He is such a good bad guy. Could you ever see him being a baby face that people could get oh, behind? No, no, I think no, he has no. too much fun with it. Too. No, no. <laughs> I th- I, he, to me, he's like a, a ravishing Rick Rude. You know, um, Rude trying to be babyface it just doesn't work um not it, it just uh no i couldn't see corbin as a face no way yeah it makes me think of charlotte too oh yeah she's so good at being 
like evil. <laughs> I love it. <clears throat> All right, women's tag team action. Uh, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, your new champions, beating Bailey and Sasha. Sasha has zero belts now. Bailey has just one. We're inevitably going to see them feud with each other. But I'm really interested to see how it plays out. And shout out to Shayna for the finish. That was incredible. Wow. That was a hell of a creative spot. Oh, man. Where she put Sasha in like an Indian death lock while Sasha was like on her belly. Bailey tries to break it up. Shayna catches her, throws her in the Kirafuda clutch, lays back down. And then like um, she uses Sasha's own arm to strangle Bailey. <laughs> And they got the win, and what do you think of Nia Jax being, like, um, a super, like, annoying, like, Daniel Bryan, less, or yes level? Oh, good, good analogy. I like that. Um, personally, I am a huge, huge fan. I, you know, truth be told, I would marry Shayna Bays if I ever got the opportunity to do it. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying. So, if Shayna, if you're listening, <laughs> no, I'm joking, but, uh. I am such a huge fan of Shayna Bays, and in fact, this weekend I was supposed to be getting two of her shirts, which did not show up there on back order. That's how popular she's been getting, and I sincerely appreciate that um, for the fact that she's got uh, gold around her waist yet again. Says a lot uh, that the fact that they're trusting her um, to make it to that next level. I know Paul Heyman was a huge advocate for Shayna Bays. Um, this 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 new alliance between uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Bays is something of the ages. Um, you, you, you can go back um, in the golden era to the attitude era. Um, you, you don't know who's going to get tagged up and then if it's going to work or not. This is a story. This is a good story. They book it right. They do what they need to do. I can see big, huge things for these two in the end um, going forward with Shayna Bays and, or I'm so sorry, uh, with Sasha and Bailey. Wow. Um, I'm shocked because they, those two are money for days. They can really sell out the place, but I do really sincerely hope that they go towards the title now. Uh, Perhaps they play the blame game. Who's, whose fault was it to lose the titles and just kind of have them, you know, um, maybe by Survivor Series, um, have them kind of feud with each other. It, again, if they book it right, it can happen. Um, it's cool. Um, absolutely love seeing Shayna Bays with gold around her waist. I'm a huge mark <laughs> if you haven't picked that up. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is really good stuff. Really good stuff right now. Yeah, again... Uh, round of applause for that finish. That was awesome. I like seeing shit I've never seen before. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And when something like that catches you off guard, we had a lot of good wrestling, too. Like, all these matches so far have all been really good. Man, absolutely. I did not... I, I mean, this, like I said, right from the beginning, this is one that I, I... I think a lot of people slept on this pay-per-view when they look at it and go, oh, okay, you know, no titles are going to change hands, and here we are, already second title in the pay-per-view changing hands. Guys, you got to be watching this one. This is a really good one. Yeah, and what I like now, uh, I mean, it sucks because there's the only way you could be a fan is in the Thunderdome and because of COVID and stuff. But what I've loved about these pay-per-views lately, a lot of them have been short. Like, what time is it right now? It's 7.51 Mountain Time, our time. Perfect. Because yeah. I remember some of these shows would drag on to like 9, 
And then I'm the type where I have to go to work on Monday. So. <laughs> <clears throat> Staying up super late and then also trying to like uh, get one of these podcasts in the can. So that's been a plus. I know NXT has been on that vibe, but now it feels like the main roster stuff. And they're not trying to cram like 11 matches on to a card. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They, they've given them plenty of time to uh, tell the story. And again, here's a great example. This match that we're speaking of, uh, again, uh, back and forth. Um, you can tell these four ladies are very comfortable with each other. And they all know how to um, tell the story well. Yeah, a lot of them are laying it in. The strikes, knee strikes. I thought Nia broke her nose too. Oh man, yeah. That, this one was, those moves are stiff. Um, you know, you want to talk about uh, dealing out the receipts to each other. <laughs> you can tell, you can definitely tell they were. I know. Um, after that, we had uh, Keith Lee going over clean as a whistle over one Randall Keith Orton. I, th- I totally thought he was going to win because they were going to continue his momentum, but good for Keith. I'm super happy. I'm a big fan because that's the one match I wanted to see. Uh, what was it? TakeOver? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am, uh, I, I'm shocked they pulled the trigger. Uh, you know, um, a victory like this says a lot that everybody's coming around to Keith Lee and you know, you go back to Royal Rumble in his debut. That crowd alone just erupted when that when he came out and got in the ring with Brock Lesnar. Now I am a Brock Lesnar guy, and for me to go, oh shit, this is big, and to see now Keith Lee on the main roster, uh, no doubt in my mind these two will go back in the ring and collide one more time and that's just money for days for wwe again if they book it right this will be good things for keith lee i see good things for him right now it's just gonna elevate him to another level if he gets to that status yeah he could potentially be the next united states champion since the belt's on a heel now oh yeah absolutely i didn't even think about that that's a good call I think we're not done with the Drew and Randy stuff yet, given he got like punted like three times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that was like the first time I remember him um, winning with the uh, Spirit Bomb. I think that's what he calls that power bomb. So but that, and then his other moves like the Big Bang Catastrophe, which was like kind of like a jackhammer. Yeah, it was like a jackhammer. But other than that, it was awesome. I was just shocked that he won clean. Mm-hmm. Like Randy put him over. Yeah, that respect, man. I mean, who better? All right, after that, we had some tag team action. Father and son duo, Dominic and Rey Mysterio, got the win over the Monday Night Messiah, Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy. Mm-hmm. I keep forgetting like his real name, and you know it's Matt Silva, right? Matt Silva, yeah. Um, shout out to Matt Silva. I'm a huge Matt Silva fan. Uh, met him in 2015 at a hotel, just hanging out. Uh, him and his uh, tag team partner, uh, God, it slips my mind right now. Um, anywho's, uh, really big, huge fan of Matt Silva. Uh, he and I follow each other on Facebook and Matt always likes my pictures. Anytime I post, um, pictures of, um, the Monday night Messiah or, uh, Murphy involved in some way, shape or form. So mad respect for him. Um, this match alone, um, I gotta say a little predictable. Um, I saw some of the 
calling of the spots in the ring, which kind of takes away when you're a mark like me and I, you know what to look for. My hero does that a lot, John Cena. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it, it, it's his is worse. <laughs> however, you know, again, all four men telling a story. Um, Seth Rollins, I, I mean, I really can't even think of a real time where I. I see him in a bad match, but this one um, kind of didn't really do it for me. I think it was a little drawn out more than I'd like to see. And then, you know, the way it ended, uh, I'm I'm curious to see what will happen tomorrow night with the Monday Night Messiah and Murphy and see what the heck is going to happen between that, those two. But kudos for the Mysterios. They win. Um you know, this has obviously been an ongoing story and building and building and building. So maybe, hopefully, uh, I know there's a match tomorrow night between uh, Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio one-on-one. So there sounds like they're just going to continue because it's been getting to that level. Um, but yeah. Um, and then also one last thing on my side, um, bringing everything back to my childhood of uh, Masters of the Universe, uh, Rey Mysterio paying homage and to his figure that just got released this year. That was super cool to see. The moment I saw him take the shirt off, I knew what the outfit uh, was in reference of. So that was really cool. Yeah, Dominic ditched the hood. Yes. <clears throat> there was one spot I liked, though, where Dominic uh, threw Rey into a baseball slide, into a sunset flip powerbomb, into the barricade <laughs> on Seth. Yes. I, th- I thought that spot was pretty cool. Yeah, that was really cool. I like that. I like that. Yeah, with Seth and Murphy, and like it looks like they might break up too, but I wonder where the hell AOP's been or the health issue, because I know one of them was hurt. That's why they took the other one off uh, TV. Occam, yeah. Uh, Razor the health status is. Razor is still in health, um, but... All these tag teams are brutal. One of the Usos is hurt. New Day is hurt. Oh, yeah, I know. It's, um, it's different, but I mean, what a great opportunity for each one of these guys to go into, um, you know... Big E's doing it right now. Why not go send them into a single status? Why not? I mean, they'll always have that to fall back on. Um, it worked for the Hart Foundation. It worked for the Rockers. Why not, you know, make that uh, next move and pull the trigger and just let them do it? Oh, here's another thing I wrote down, too. Does everyone have to do a freaking frog splash? <laughs> it's, it's getting as bad as, like, freaking the, uh, the dives outside, the super kicks. It's so overdone where it doesn't mean something. And then there's a thing in the group chat, too, where uh, someone mentioned a certain spot that's not cool to him anymore. But we'll get to that. But that was a question, too. Do you feel like um, we should just maybe only let one person do the frog splash? Because who is it? Montez Ford, yep. uh, Sasha Banks, Seth Rollins, Dominic Mysterio, in honor of his real dad, Eddie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ray does it, too. Yeah. But it's a lot. Yeah, there's, just narrow it down and just let one person do it. Yeah, there's a lot of people who's doing it. And yeah, I agree. Same thing with the super kick. So, yeah. I All right. I agree. Time for our main event, Universal title. The Fiend is not the champion again. I knew it was a dead giveaway because he came out with the blue belt instead of The Fiend. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, I'm glad you you even picked up and I think I mentioned it halfway through the the pay-per-view I said well why aren't they going with the LED lighting on the sides yeah the turnbuckles yeah uh, um, Roman Reigns for him to get his title this way if Hill is where they're going okay I get it I'm behind it I anything new for Roman Reigns 
I'm behind. Um, even if it's good or bad, you know, uh, seeing the push that he got in 15, um, and then they just killed it. Um, they just took him out of the picture, and I was still for it, and he sold it like none other. Um, but this one, uh, for Reigns to have a title and hopefully stick around for a while um, as a heel and, and to team up with Paul Heyman, what a mouthpiece, what a mouthpiece. Um, yeah, this is good stuff. Hopefully the, 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 the Paul Heyman guy in me is going why, but I hope um, that this is going to be a swerve. And I hope that, you know, uh, Heyman gains Roman's trust. And then all of a sudden, here comes Brock Lesnar. Again? Again. <laughs> and again, and again, and again. It's kind of like CM Punk, too, where CM Punk had Heyman on his side, and then they eventually split up, and then yeah. it led to that really awesome match, which was one of my favorite SummerSlam matches uh, seven years ago. The Best versus The Beast. Yeah. That was a dope one. Yeah. Good build-up to that one. But yeah, Roman Reigns won the Universal title. I think it's probably his fifth or his sixth championship. Yeah, it is. But um, he beat Braun Strowman and uh, The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. But that spot I was mentioning earlier was a superplex. And that's when I knew. I was like, okay, he's going to come out now. He's going to sign that contract. And then he's going to just... I thought he was just going to like win off that pin. But he had to kind of earn it a little bit. Yeah. Um, and, and that's good that he did. Um, uh, we were joking around. Speculation, of course. You know, uh, what our armchair booking here. Um, it would have been cool to see Otis try to cash in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wish Frank was here. He would do his impression. I know, right? Yeah. Just, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sucks I had to take off, but even during out this whole match while uh, Fiend and uh, Strowman were beating the shit out of each other, <laughs> saw Malik get involved, and I heard uh, Frank. He had audibly said it like at least five times. He's like, what the fuck is Roman? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and then uh, Alexa Bliss, what's going on there? Wow, showing uh, some real strong interest in the Fiend. I like that. It's 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 refreshing to see something that was already placed into a cookie cutter. I would say uh, diva or women's role and break out of that shell. Um, anytime that you can get that kind of storyline out of it. Do it. Just just run with it. Reminds um, me of AJ Lee. She made the most. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I dig it. You know, you get once in a while a, a, a diva or a woman who will turn heel. Trish did it. Um, you know, you get that, that this could, oh, even Lita. Um, but, I mean, you get that like, wow, I never suspected or saw that coming. And I like what I see. And this one here, I definitely like what I see with Alexa Bliss, you know. It's 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 refreshing. Okay, well I think that about does it. But I had just one more question too. What the hell happened to retribution? <laughs> Is that not a thing anymore? Uh, yeah. I'm glad it's not. <laughs> you know, if it's over, it's over. It was what it was. It's about like uh, Lars Sullivan. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever happened to him. And uh, what's it called? The Sons of Anarchy guys. Uh, the Forgotten Sons. The Forgotten Sons, yeah. We really forgot them. I, actually, I really did forget about them. So. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. But I totally thought we'd get like some schmozzy chaos ending like it has been on TV for the past like month. But I thought even thought the same thing was going to happen last week. But instead we got uh, the big dog Roman back. And now the universe finally seems at peace. He's yeah. back. 
like it. I honestly think with his new teeth and like how he got more jacked, he's definitely the rocks uh, in his bloodline. And I feel like we're going to lose him someday. Like the same way uh, we lost Rock, Cena, Batista, because he's honestly too good. Same way with like Renee Young. A lot of these people, it's a good platform to get noticed somewhere else. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. All right, that wraps it up. Uh, thank you for being my guest. Thank you for hosting. Always. Uh, sorry for this little bite-sized episode, but uh, my Denver Nuggets are playing, and I hope they win. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, uh, have a good time. Uh, have a, everybody. Sorry, I got tongue twisted. Uh, have a good uh, rest of your week, everybody. I'll try to do another podcast, maybe after AEW, but I'm kind of unsure because I'm uh, going on a trip. But other than that, uh, I guess Clash of Champions will be the next time we watch together. Yep, September 20th. Oh, yeah, I'm going to record with Josh uh, on Tuesday for the, um, what's it called, NXT Super Tuesday. Nice. Do you have a dog in that fight, that four-way? Who do you think is going to win? Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, it's a fatal four-way 60-minute Iron Man match, so I wonder how it's going to be done. Or, like, we're going to see a shitload of, like, finisher spamming pins and then just rack up. I think it's going to, I think Finn Balor's going to win it. Oh, you know, for him to get that title uh, says a lot. Uh, The fact that, you know... He didn't get a proper run, of course, we all know, with the Universal. Um, this would be his redemption story right here for him to get that title. Um, Finn's needs has needed some real gold around his waist. Yeah, he had his little brief run, um, but it's it's time. If if he does get it, that's cool. Um, and then maybe Tomas, since he, he just got back, maybe they feud for a minute. Who knows? All right. Um, Thanks, everybody. That was uh, episode 17 of my podcast. Later. Laters.